It's time to get inside the Giants huddle. Huddle up, huddle up, huddle up. On Giants.com. Here we go, here we go. And the Giants mobile Get them in there, let's go. Part of the Giants Podcast Network. Welcome to the Giants Huddle Podcast. Today we continue our coordinator series as Bob Papa speaks to the three Giants coordinators. Today it's Giants offensive coordinator and former NFL quarterback Mike Kafka. Yesterday it was Thomas McGahey, the Giants returning special teams coordinator. And then we'll have Don Wink Martindale coming up next. As a reminder, don't forget to go check out the Giants brand new draft podcast. It's called Draft Season. Myself, John Schmelk, along with Eric Crocker and Tony Pauline, break down the NFL draft. We go through the prospects. We'll do mock drafts. We'll break down the combine. We'll go through all of that. Make sure you check it out. Find it on its own podcast feed on your favorite podcast platforms. For an Apple podcast, please give a five-star positive review. Again, the name of the podcast is called Draft Season. All right, everybody, let's get to our interview. Our very own Bob Papa, the voice of the Giants, had a chance to talk to Giants' new offensive coordinator, Mike Kafka. And we're pleased to be joined by the new offensive coordinator of the New York Giants, Mike Kafka, who comes over from the Kansas City Chiefs. Welcome to the New York Giants, Coach. Um, Just talk a little bit about the transition and getting this opportunity on Coach Dable's staff. Well, thank you, first off. It's it's an honor to be here. Um, It's an amazing opportunity, and, you know, me and Dave's, go back a little bit and uh, to be able to jump into the staff with the amount of energy that it's creating with between him and Joe um, putting together this thing has been awesome so much fun you mentioned that you crossed paths with coach Dable that was what when you were a player right with the New England Patriots that's right that's right so maybe probably close to 10 years now eight eight to ten years now um, in New England we, we crossed paths and Got to know each other a little bit better. All right, Giants fans, don't hold it against him. He was drafted by the Eagles. Uh, <laughs> just joking around with you. But um, talk about that experience of getting drafted, playing the position in the league, having an opportunity, and then transitioning into coaching and how that's helped you evolve into a coach. Yeah. Um, so, obviously, you're, you're, you want to play for as long as you can, right? When you're a player, you want to you be in the game. You want to be playing as long as you can. But um, I knew there was a point in time where – you know, that journey was going to end, and then I was going to have to make a decision on which path I wanted to go. And, you know, I, I initially started maybe going down that entrepreneurial side um, and, and kind of tested the waters there. And then, you know, my, my, um, the head football coach at Northwestern, my alma mater, reached out, Coach Fitz. And he was like, hey, we might have a graduate assistant job open up. Why don't you come and try it out and see if this is something you want to do? And, you know, I was like, okay, this is, you know, talk to my wife and, we made that decision, went to Northwestern, and did a graduate graduate year there. And I tell you what, like three days into it, I'm like, this is exactly what I want to do. Just love being around the guys, helping like develop those guys, um, just being around the X's and O's, and just kind of getting a different view of how game plans are put together, how the details of the coaching and all those things like really um, fit my personality and fit what I enjoy doing to begin with. Even as a player, you know, you're a backup quarterback, you're always kind of coaching behind the scenes helping guys as like the starters out there so it was it felt easy to me and felt comfortable and I just really enjoyed doing it and so you know as I kind of continued to take step by step on how what direction I want to take you know being in the quarterback room learning under coach Reed um, and that organization was a great um, you know was a great opportunity for me just to learn and grow as a person now to be in this position you know this is you know everything I ever wanted. You mentioned your first foray into coaching is in the grad program at your alma mater. Then you jump into the master class because Andy Reid is one of the great masters and a future Hall of Famer. 
What were some of the things that you will take from your experiences and what you learned from Coach Reed that you're going to translate into this next phase of your career? Yeah, I mean, I think big picture-wise, you, you always think about, you know, generating those explosive plays. And, you know, big picture, you, you know, you know the um, Kansas City offenses, they're, they're going to throw a D, we're going to do those type of things downfield. I think that's important to understand that. Um, and understand that there has to be an element of your offense. Now, we got to take a step back and make sure it fits for our personnel, fits for the quarterback, fits for offensive line. But I think you want to be able to find ways to generate explosive, especially in this, this day and age in, in the NFL. Coach Dable obviously had spent a lot of time in New England uh, working with the Patriots and then doing what he did in Buffalo. You come more from the Andy Reid tree. What does that say about him that he's willing to – branch out and bring different thought processes to this Giants offense? It, it, it's unbelievable. It's from day one, he's been um, very open about, you know, making sure that we can collaborate on this thing and make it not the Chiefs offense or the Bills offense, but the New York Giants offense. So you take a look at some of the personnel that's here. Obviously, Daniel Jones had an outstanding rookie season. Um, there's been a lot of turnover as far as the coaching staff's concerned. But like the quarterback you were with in Kansas City, Patrick Mahomes, and the one Coach Dable was with um, in Buffalo and Josh Allen, athletic. Brings a lot of athleticism to the table. What are some of the things that you guys hope you can bring out of DJ? Yeah, I mean, I think you said it. He's athletic. He can make every throw outside the pocket. Um, I think he can throw from different launch points. I think that's some of his best stuff. So, you know, just it's about making sure that we can make him as comfortable as possible. Um, put him in positions to be successful and um, make sure the playmakers around him can also be in positions too. So it's not just a one-man show. It's got to be a 11-man operation. Um, I think, you know, being creative with ways of getting those guys the football and getting the ball out of his hands and being creative with, with Daniel I think will be an element of that. So um, I think that's the challenge for us as a staff right now is, you know, a lot of different pieces. we all got to come together and put together, you know, a strong um, plan with some foresight so that we can take it, take advantage of it right now during this time, OTAs, and as we get, go through the offseason. I thought Coach Dable mentioned something in his introductory press conference that was pretty cool, and sometimes it goes unnoticed. Um, when he was asked about his scheme, he said, the scheme is going to be to figure out what our players do best and then create something around that. Is that something that you learned from Coach Reed as well as far as how he attacks coming up with game plans and utilizing his personnel? Absolutely. You know, we spend a lot of time, we spent a lot of time, and we'll spend a lot of time figuring out what our strengths are and then what the weaknesses are of the team that we're playing. And so, you know, we ought to be able to attack their weaknesses with our strengths. And as much as we can put that together, I think that's what's going to give us a chance. Um, you were right there front and center and trying to help Patrick Mahomes grow as a football player, obviously God-given talent um, and a tremendous work ethic. But when you are working with a quarterback and helping them to develop, what are some of the basic things that are core tenets that a quarterback must do in order to give himself a chance to be successful? Yep. I think one of the first things you look at fundamentally, right, that's the, the baseline foundation of, of any position, we're talking about a quarterback specifically, is, you know, the fundamentals. Does he have good feet, arm, arm ability to throw from different arm angles? Does he have vision, right? Can he see the field? And so we'll be working on all of those little fundamental things um, throughout this process, making sure that we're all speaking the same language. Um, that's not kind of on the physical side. On the mental side of it, now we've got to be able to spit out information quickly. 
and process information quickly. So that'll be the next part of it as we transition to more on the field work. Is it difficult for you guys as a staff a little bit in the sense that, look, when Joe Shane took over as the general manager, he talked about the salary cap situation. He talked about the roster has to improve, especially on the offensive line. So you're trying to come up with schemes and thought processes, but you're still figuring out who you're going to have. Does that make it a little more challenging? No, I think that's the fun part of it is, you know, we're going to go through those, those, that, that uh, routine, got to go through that process um, of figuring that out. I mean, that's, that, that's, what's, that's what our job is. I think that's the, the fun part of it. We got to, you know, make sure we, everyone's included in on it and we just continue to collaborate. And I think we'll, we'll come out of this um, each phase, you know, we'll get a little bit better. Maybe without you could share for the audience, do you sometimes pick the brain of the defensive side of, this, of a staff and sort of ask them questions? I, I've seen over the years uh, guys cross-train. Mike Nolan, a longtime defensive coordinator, spent one year as a wide receivers coach um, with the Baltimore Ravens. Is that something that you like to do? Oh, absolutely. you got to wear those guys out. And, uh, you know, we welcome that stuff on offense. Come to us with any kind of questions. I know that we'll be emphasizing going to them and, you know, there's nothing better than trying to get inside the brain of a defensive coordinator or a defense position group and just kind of see what they're seeing. Is it kind of cool, too, in the sense that, look, the Chiefs have been one of the best teams in the AFC. Uh, Obviously, the last couple of years, the Bills have been one of the better teams in the AFC. And the Ravens are always one of the better teams in the AFC. And now you got Coach Martindale from the Ravens, Coach Dable from the Bills, yourself from the Chiefs. Is it good to be on the same team finally, as opposed to knocking heads against each other? <laughs> That's been it's been great, you know, because there's been some bragging rights over the years on wins and losses. So it's it's been a great, you know, the chemistry we have right now with the staff is phenomenal, um, and you know, you know, the way that Coach Davis has kind of built it all together made it, you know, a really awesome, you know, family-like environment. What would be uh, sort of because we any Giants fans that are watching this and anybody who has observed it has known that the Giants have struggled offensively the last couple of years. What would your message be to Giants fans about the direction that this offense will eventually head in? Yeah, I think I think what you got what you got to look at is right now we're trying to fit these pieces in. I think we have a an idea, right, from the offensive side, we have an idea and a vision for what we think this offense is going to look like, but we got to find out who those pieces are. I think right now, um, you know, we're going through that process, right? We're going through the free agency. We're going through evaluating the guys currently on staff and that are on the team, and then we're, we're going to go through the draft process. So there's, there's a bunch of different steps we've got to take, and you know, I think um, I'm excited about the players we have in the building. I'm excited about the prospects that are out there. So you know, we've got to make sure that we can build a program that is efficient and effective for all the guys on our team. Is it fair to say one of the things that's made Coach Reed so successful that I'm guessing that you're going to want to bring to the table is a lot of the plays that are run are kind of the same plays, but he's really good at making things look different mm-hmm. and getting to things in certain ways. Yeah, I think tying in tying in your offense with the run, the pass, the play-action game, screens, movements, all of those things um, put defenders in conflict. So. I think we got to be able to move people around, put them in different spots, make sure defenses cover, you know, the width and the length of the field. Obviously, you were with Tyreek Hill, who is just an all-world kind of guy that can do anything. Kadarius Tony's coming off his rookie season. He was yeah. banged up a lot, um, so he wasn't on the field as much. But he's one of those guys that mm-hmm. more and more teams are looking to add to their roster because of versatility. I mean, he can even throw it. Yeah. Um, are you excited to see where he fits into the pieces of all of this? I'm very excited. About, I'm very excited about KT. I think he's an explosive player in the film that I've watched on him. 
you know, he can he can make anyone miss. So I'm excited to see him in this offense. And then you got a running back that's that's had some pretty good success in the league mm-hmm. too. So and a guy who caught over 90 balls his rookie season. So yeah. that creates options as well for you, right? Absolutely. I mean, the more we can get Saquon in space, get him the ball, get him touches. I think that's important to get him going early. All right. So you were drafted by the Eagles. Now you're wearing Giants blue. Does it feel comfortable for you? Oh, absolutely. First thing I was talking to my wife, I'm like, I, li- I mean, I love blue. So this is like, this is perfect. Coach, welcome to the New York Thank Giants. Thank you. Thank you very much. That's Mike Kafka, the new offensive coordinator of the New York football Giants. That's Giants offensive coordinator Mike Kafka. As a reminder, the Giants huddle podcast can be found on the Giants mobile app at Giants.com slash podcast and your favorite podcast platforms. Find us, subscribe. Tell a friend that's a Giants fan if you think they like this podcast or any of our other podcasts, including draft season and, of course, Big Blue Kickoff Live, our daily Giants call and show. For Bob Papa and Mike Kafka, I'm John Schmelkin again. Thomas McGahee's already on the podcast feed, the episode prior to this one, and then Don Wink Martindale will be coming your way next. I'm John Schmelk. For Bob and Mike, we'll see you next time.